0: This is the Momentum Podcast. My systems team has made a couple of mistakes this week and I could feel them beating themselves up. I could feel them starting to get tentative and having trouble moving forward. And so I did the opposite of what I would have done in my 20s and I did not apply more pressure to my team. are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. As an entrepreneur, I think we've all been there. We've had team members make mistakes. Maybe you have a team member make a couple mistakes in a row, and it's frustrating. You know, um, the, the, the mistakes that I was talking about a little bit earlier were mistakes that actually went out to our membership. We sent a blank email to our membership and then we sent a text message that it didn't include a link to our membership. And over the past few weeks, we've had a lot of transitions in our company. We've changed a few things and we've made some mistakes. And you know, the 22 year old me, the younger entrepreneur that I used to be would have gone and applied a ton of pressure to the systems team. I would have gone and said, you know, Hey, you can't have this happening. And I would have been threatening and I would have been angry and I would have had an energetic that was really over the top. You know, I like to to remind myself that if I bring too much energy to a situation to solve a problem, I become the problem. So instead this week I had a calm conversation with my team and with Greg, who leads the team and said, you know, we we can't have this happen again. And so we have to put the processes in place. We have to put structure in place. We have to have awareness in place. So we don't keep making mistakes like this, because here's what I want you to understand. I learned as an entrepreneur after really far too long leading people probably took me about 15 years to start leading learning this like mid 30s. I started learning it. And really, until my early 40s, until I started really understanding how to put it into practice. See, if you put too much pressure on your team, then the pressure becomes the problem. Because here's what happens. If someone on your team, you know, I've got another podcast called Protect Their Team From Their Mistakes. Protect Your Team From Their Mistakes, which you can listen to. That kind of repeats this sentiment. Because here's what I started seeing, not just when I was running my own businesses. Because when you're only running your business, you know, you only see the perspective of this one company. That's why when people share with me the perspective of running their business, I you know I I love to hear shares and I love to hear um perspective. But I also take it with a grain of salt because when you're only running one business, you don't see as much as you do when you're coaching hundreds. And that's the difference, you know, for me I've coached hundreds, so I've I've, I've actually revised how I feel about things more than once just by watching in the the numbers of people that we've coached, what's going on. I've actually changed my opinion dramatically on things by working with so many different companies because when you're inside your own company, it's hard to have perspective. And so here's what I realized working with dozens of companies at a time, sometimes over a hundred companies at a time and thousands of companies throughout my career is that when a team starts making mistakes And mistakes become endemic. They just become part of the process. When an entrepreneur comes to me and is like, oh, my team's making so many mistakes and and they just can't stop, and it's been weeks or it's been months, and there's so many issues, I think I'm gonna just fire everybody and start over. Here's what I now know oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes, those mistakes are being made because the entrepreneur is putting far too much pressure on the team. Because here's what happens. If somebody's working in an entrepreneurial company, I make the assumption they want to do well. If somebody's working in an entrepreneurial company, I make the assumption that they actually want what they're doing to mean something on a day-to-day basis, or they could go be a number in a larger company. If somebody's working in an entrepreneurial company, I actually believe in some way or in some part, they believe in that entrepreneurial goal. Now, if you ever discover that one of those three things is not true about a team member of yours, they shouldn't be on your team. But I make the assumption that that's why people are on entrepreneurial teams to begin with. And here's what I found. When mistakes start being made, what often happens, and this is what I used to do, the entrepreneur would get upset, concerned, they'd feel constrained, they'd feel frustrated, and then they would start putting more pressure on the team. And here's what happens. You you have somebody on your team who's saying, "Man, I screwed up. Now I don't want to screw up." And then the entrepreneur puts more pressure on the whole team because something happens. I don't want to screw up. Something something happens. I don't want to screw up. And something happens. I don't want to screw up. And what happens is There's so much pressure put on the team that the thought process is, I don't want to screw up. And if you know anything about NLP or how psychology works or how the subconscious works, the subconscious doesn't see the don't. You know, the subconscious doesn't read negative terms. The subconscious just hears, I want to screw up. And what happens is the pressure around the original issue, the environment that's created creates an environment where now things just start cascading downwards. And when I was in my 20s, and and you know when I only ran one company, I would prove myself right all the time because here's what would happen. Somebody would screw up and I'd get angry. Somebody would screw up a second time and I would think, oh, I'm gonna have to get rid of that person. That would be my assumption right off the bat. I'm gonna have to get rid of that person. And then what would happen is because they had screwed up twice, I would start applying pressure. I would say like, you know, you, you, you can't screw up again, or, you know, things are going to have to happen, or there's going to be issues. And I would apply more pressure, you know, and, and Hey, you know, I want to make sure you're doing the right thing. And I'd, I'd put them on a performance plan and I'd dig in and I'd get frustrated. And all of that pressure I created, what do you think happened? They would start screwing up again. And then I would fire them and I would go, see, I was right. I knew that person was going to fail. But what I didn't know until now and when I look back <laughs> on my early employment career where I was working with team members and empl- being an employer, not employment, but employer career is as, as a career as an employer, I think, man, there's some people that I really owe an apology to because I don't think I ever gave them a chance. And, you know, when I think back on those things, people always say, you know, what would you go back and do differently? And I always say, you know, I, I don't really want to change a lot about my life because, everything that has happened has been a lesson i've learned from it i've i've applied those lessons and i've moved forward and things have gotten better you know i believe in divine timing and divine order the right things happen at the right time but the one place i would like to have seen some type or i'd like to see some type of adjustment is on the effect that i had on certain people throughout my career i feel like i had a very negative effect on them now going back to divine timing and divine order Hopefully that effect moved them forward or, or you know, I was the catalyst for them to do something great or something like that. But that's the one place where I, where I do sometimes find myself thinking about that. And so for you as an entrepreneur, when your team makes a mistake, let them know that it's going to be okay. Let them know that, you know, you certainly do not want it to happen again. But when you go over the top, when you're screaming, when you're yelling, you know, I, every once in a while, I see a Facebook post from somebody who, who makes it publicly, an entrepreneur with a team who says something like, "You know, my team screwed up again today, so I really let them have it. I just you know, went off the hook. I yelled at them. I, I you know, made sure they knew that they didn't want to make another mistake, and things are really great today. And I always think, man, you don't realize what a negative equation you're setting up in your company when you do that. Um, oftentimes I'll be the one person who posts the comment underneath and says, Hey, you know, this is one of the most detrimental things you can do to your team. And I'll explain why oftentimes that ends the comments on those posts. And so remember that, that phrase I I shared with you earlier, like maybe use it as an entrepreneurial mantra. When I bring too much energy to a situation to solve a problem, I become the problem. And when your team makes a mistake, the more that you can still support them, still let them know that you care, still let them know that they are a vital team member, that we all make mistakes. It happens to every single one of us, especially in a growing entrepreneurial company where a lot of times you and your team are taking a step off a cliff each day and hoping that the dirt fills in because that's how it is to start something new. That's how it is to grow something from, from scratch. That's how it is to take something from six to seven and seven to eight figures. And so remember, the more you support your team, The more confident they feel, the more clear they feel, the more committed they will be to your purpose and to your cause, and the better they will do as as team members and the more they will put out there as entrepreneurial personality types. I wish I had learned this lesson far earlier because I think I could have saved a lot of challenges with human beings and I could have helped a lot more people. Not, Not that we're not helping a ton of people now, but I could have helped a lot more people earlier. So I'm glad to share this with you. And if you're an entrepreneur who's grown a business and you want to get to those numbers I was talking about, you've got a seven-figure business you're ready to take to eight, and you want to create some predictability in your business – Go to my company URL, simpleoperations.com. There's a quick survey there you can fill out to jump on a call with my team, and we can show you how to predictably grow your business, get the help that you need, communicate with your team so everyone understands what's going on and they're fully utilized, and start growing your company fast. We are one of those few organizations out there that has a laundry list of companies that we've taken from seven to eight figures, and we do it consistently, and we'd love to be able to help you. simpleoperations.com. And we look forward to talking to you, jump on a call with my team and we'll explain to you how we can help. And remember, when your team makes a mistake, you can be the catalyst to them understanding the lesson behind that mistake, to getting past it, to putting process in place and to moving forward. When you protect your team from their mistakes, when you don't go over the top, when you help them understand that that happens to everyone, you'll see your team members step up, continue to move forward, take initiative and grow. Check out simpleoperations.com, fill out the survey, and jump on a quick call with my team. We look forward to hearing from you.